0: Friday it is Friday that's the day white privilege goes to get a car wash yeah all right hey somebody left a comment saying if you're a boss then ask yourself what side of the check do you sign the front or the back (sighs) listen so we gotta have, I guess we gotta have this little this little boss conversation. Or you washed your truck yesterday? Yeah, I'm about, I gotta go wash mine today. But I guess we gotta have this little boss talk conversation again. How so many of y'all just overuse and abuse this this concept, this word, to make it seem like you're more than something that you actually are look it's not just uh listen everybody everybody proclaims to be a boss in black society i'm a boss i'm a boss y'all don't listen to rick ross's i'm a boss song or slim thugs i'm a boss song and didn't beyonce have a boss song everybody got boss songs and everybody thinks they're boss right and then you know some of y'all some of y'all are running around here because y'all got like your own business or something yeah i'm a boss i'm a boss And look, that's cool. I'm not knocking people having their own business. I'm all for that. I got a I got a part time. I got a side business. You know what I'm saying? But I guess what I'm saying is in context to signing the front or the back of the check. Well, I guess where where I'm trying to go with this is how effective of a boss are you if the checks that you're allegedly signing isn't really producing any numbers? meaning you got a lot of in black society. I've done the videos prior to the pandemic. I did a video last year. I gotta go find it. I'll probably re-upload it. That says that there were over 2 million black owned businesses in America, but out of the 2 million black owned businesses in America, only 100,000 of them have employees. That means 1.9 million 1.9 million black owned businesses in America don't even have employees, which means essentially that they are just jobs a person created for themselves. So when we talk about this boss thing, I'm a boss. What side of the check do you sign? Most of y'all aren't signing any damn checks at all. 1.9 million of you aren't signing checks at all. You're just getting whatever funds your business generates deposited into your bank account and you're going about your business. That's the reality of being a boss in black America, especially as it relates to people who like to say they're a boss because they own their own business. Two million black owned businesses in America prior to the pandemic, it's probably went down, but let's just let's just act like this is pre-pandemic where life is good. When, when Orange Man had the numbers pumping and jumping in the economy, right? Life is good, you know what I'm saying. You out there, you know, why y'all out here worried about white folks hunting you down? Y'all was y'all y'all bank accounts was was pumping and jumping. Your paychecks, your, the stock market was doing numbers. Two million black-owned businesses, 1.9 million of them do not have employees. That means 100,000 of them had employees, which means that they probably hired, on average, anywhere between. I don't know what's the average number of employees that a business has a small business has you're probably looking at anywhere between what four to ten employees so only maybe a hundred thousand of you were actually signing the front are uh, signing the whatever side of the paycheck the front what is it the front of the paycheck I, I don't freaking know but that, that's it right 1.9 million of you that own a business whether it's uh, your full-time business or a part-time business, whatever you're doing to generate income, y'all ain't got no employees. So y'all ain't signing no damn checks because nobody works for you. So essentially your business is just a job that you created for yourself. That's it. I mean, that's, that's literally it. What is the main difference between a job that you created for yourself and a job that you work for somebody else? The only real difference is some tax benefits and incentives here and there. Meaning you get to write some stuff off here and there. That's it, other than that, you working your business that you have no employees in and you're the only employee, you working, you're working, you working harder than somebody else that, that, that has to work for somebody else. And like I said, there are pros and cons to doing that. I'm not knocking either one, but I just wish, and we talk about this within the context of black folks and everybody how everybody likes to throw this term around i'm a boss no you're not you're just an employee who works for yourself that's it you created a job for yourself and if you get sick and you can't do your job you don't make any money (laughs) that's how this works that's how that's how this works for the overwhelming majority of businesses but especially as it works for black-owned businesses So quit with this. I'm a boss nonsense. You're just an employee who created a job for himself. That's all you've done. That's all you've done. And look, I'm not knocking it. I'm not I'm not, you know, trying to belittle it. But we have to keep things in the proper context and stop using misusing these words to make it seem like you are more. You're more than what you actually are or you're better than somebody who has to work a nine to five who clocks in for somebody else. No, you're not. Because even with the money, let's just talk about the money a small business generates. Most of you who own small businesses, even if you have a couple employees or you work for yourself, the overwhelming majority of you make less money than most people who work for somebody else. Because you're just not making money like that. I mean, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But I got to be, the, I gotta be the, uh, the light bearer because I'm a, I'm a Mason, right? I'm a Prince Hall Mason. In case y'all didn't know, I'm part of the Illuminati. I've been a Mason since 2005. I got to shine light on you Negroes. You understand? This is how this actually works. So when you hear people say, I'm a boss, it's cool, sounds great. In reality, nine times out of 10, they're just an employee that created a job for themselves. And, they, and there's a high chance that they probably make just as much or less money than somebody who actually works for somebody else. That's what a boss means in black America well, in America period, but in reference to how black people love to use it. Can we be honest? Can we be honest here? I got to just keep it real with you guys. Cause I I just, I just think a lot of you guys just y'all are addicted to these, these terms, man, these, these words, these catchphrases, Gabe says you can have people working for you without them being full-time employees i hire other businesses to perform services rather than having me on my books yeah those are called contractors gabe we know what those are most people aren't hiring contractors like that i've already did the video most people in black america when it comes to black owned businesses most of them ain't hiring contractors out there like that they're the ones out there doing all the work (laughs) because they can't afford to hire a contractor You got to pay contractors. That's the reality of it. Most black owned businesses in America ain't making money like that to where they can afford to hire other contractors to come or employees. And I'm not saying that that's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying that's just reality. That's reality. To be a a so-called boss in a business costs. Listen. I got my little small business, right? My little IT business. So I was sitting around crunching the numbers, how much money I made this month off of of all the things that are tied to my little IT business, right? So I factor in all my YouTube revenue. I factor in all the products I sell off of that website because I got, you know, if you break it down, I, I offer like 20 individually. It's like 20 products, but I package them up. But if you want to buy them individually, you can do certain things. And then I make money from, uh, ad, you know, AdSense running or uh, little ads running on the website. But anyways, so I was doing the numbers, right? I was like, how much money did I make, right? And I mean, listen, I'm not making a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because I just started the business last year and I, you know, I, don't, I don't really go above and beyond. But I think I did this month just like a grand total of like $1,500, right? Ain't a lot. But you know, it's all right, you know, for a little part time business. So I crunched the numbers. That's how much money I had coming in. Profit wise, I think I did about a thousand. After it was all said and done, I had to pay out, I had to, I had to refile my freaking uh, business license. I had to kick out some money that's associated with maintaining my website and my hosting fees. I ended up profiting a negative $300 this month. <laughs> so I went from, I went from, bringing in fifteen hundred dollars this month it all came out to be a negative three hundred after i ran through the numbers now luckily those because because what it is it was a bunch of fees that i had to pay i had to pay a thousand dollars to my hosting provider because of the type of servers i'm using and all that stuff so that my website stopped because at one point i wasn't i had had a bunch of traffic hitting my websites and it was crashing my shit so i had to upgrade to what they call a uh, what is it a vps server or something like that And then I had to upgrade the cores and I had to do all this other, this crazy stuff to make sure that if I do get an influx of traffic that spikes out of the normal, it won't crash my website. Right? So basically I had to, that cost me a thousand dollars a year to do that. And then, um, I had to refile my business license because every year I got to refile it or whatever, whatever. So it doesn't, so it doesn't expire or something like that. So anyways, I ended up paying like, Twelve hundred dollars this month, just in fa- just in fees, just to, just to, just to keep my business alive. You know what I'm saying? But and then there was some other things I had to pay out. But, anyways, I ended up being in the red this month. You know what I mean? So you know I'm a boss too, right? <laughs> I'm a boss who made negative negative three hundred dollars this month. I'm a boss too. <laughs> I'm a boss, bitch. So I mean, but this is, this is how this works, man. This is how this works. You know, I I think you guys just really got to stop, stop just just over glorifying these terms because they sound so cool. And you want to use this term as, as, as like, this is something that distinguishes you from somebody who has a regular nine to five. Reality is you might be in a worse position than somebody who has a nine to five because the nine to fiver, they don't have to worry about paying website fees, paying uh, state licensing fees, paying all this other crap that I gotta pay to keep my, my, uh, my website alive so I can try to generate more money throughout the rest of the year. All they do is just collect a check, go home, and invest it or trick it off or do whatever it is that they do. This is what real so-called bosses and business owners do. And you look, I'm a business owner, but I fall into that category. I don't have any employees. I just created another job for myself because guess what? Ain't nobody recording them damn videos that I do. Ain't nobody writing them blog posts that I do. Ain't nobody doing all the marketing that I do to try to attract people to my content so I can make money to where I've grown it to 1500 And I'm trying to grow it. My goal is to grow it to $5,000 a month. I'm doing all that. The moment I stop doing that, guess what? I ain't making no money off that thing. <laughs> that's just how it is. And that's how it is for a lot of other businesses out there. For, for all the so-called bosses out there. That's just the reality. Like I say, this is not bad. It's not good. It's just this is it is what it is, man. So when you hear people say, I'm a boss, I own my own business, you got to you got to step back. Like, okay, what does that actually mean? Well, what that actually means is they more than likely just created a job for themselves. That's it, which is going to require a whole lot more work. And this so-called business that they own cannot survive without them actually physically putting their, their, their sweat equity into it until they can develop a system, hopefully develop a system, which most never do, to where this thing can run on its own on autopilot. <coughs> or they generate enough money to hire some people to come into the business and delegate their authority or their, their whatever. But then you want to talk about hiring employees. All right, let's talk about that. You got enough money to cover payroll taxes. You got enough money. What, what if they bump minimum wage up to $15 an hour? Are you going to be able to be able to even afford to hire an employee? Because this is a major issue with business owners. Now they're like, yo, y'all try to make minimum wage $15 an hour. You might ruin my business because I can't afford to pay people that. Because look, if I'm already in, look, I got my little business. I'm already in the red this month. I lost. I I mean, I made a negative negative three hundred dollars this month out of all the money I generated. Right? And That's just on my level, on my little small thing that I dedicate like a couple hours a day to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Imagine this happening to somebody. This is their full time source of income. That they they need this thing to stay in the black, or else they're gonna be homeless. But now you want. But now they gotta go out there and hire somebody. And then there's, there's this, this, this rally cry. They need to pay people $15 an hour when the average business owner, small business owner is probably barely making $30,000, $40,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I, don't think, I don't think a lot of y'all really get the concept of what it means to be a business owner and a boss <laughs> as opposed to being an employee or somebody who's created a job for themselves. That's how this works, y'all that's how this works You know what I mean so you know I just want to share that with y'all because it's quite it's just rather comical when I see so many people and look the person who left that comment I don't think they meant it in a disparaging way right I, I really don't but I just wanted to just address it because I'm just like everybody says they're a boss I'm a boss I'm a boss I'm a boss no you're more than likely somebody who just created a job for themselves that's it. And you have no employees because that's the reality of most businesses, especially black owned businesses, 2 million black owned businesses, 1.9 million did not have employees. And this is before the pandemic hit. So that number is probably even lower now, you know, due to all the businesses that probably went out of business due to the pandemic. That's the reality of being a black owned business in America. Only a hundred thousand of you got employees. And then out of that hundred thousand, the overwhelming majority of you, you probably only have about anywhere between four to ten people that work for you. And that's cool, you're providing a job, but go ask that business owner that has two or three or four people working for them, right? How much money is it costing them to have people that work for them? Because you know you gotta have insurance, you gotta meet payroll taxes, you gotta provide some type of benefit for these people if they're actually working for you. Oh well, just go do with some contractors, all right? There's some other things that deal with the contractors as well it's not like you can just you're just gonna skate by on, on on purely contract work you're gonna you know they're gonna get the the government's gonna get their money about you somehow some way yeah you know i mean like there's all type of yeah workers comp things uh there's all types of things that go into this man and look like i said i'm not saying this to discourage you trust me i'm not but i i just don't think people really have like a a real clear understanding of it it's like i just think we get we get so caught up in in these catchphrases and when it comes to uh how black folks communicate and dialogue with one another we're like addicted to catchphrases but i don't really see too many people taking the time to actually explain in layman's terms exactly what does this actually what does this mean as it directly relates to you and like don't compare yourself to amazon or don't compare yourself to uh, uh, Robert F Smith because most of us will never be that that's just the reality most of us if we like I said we do start a business you know it's kind of like um here's another thing right I've been seeing, you know we're in the middle of tax season I I gotta go do my damn taxes. but we're in the middle of of tax season and we're in the middle of a stimulus check season so I've been seeing all these people running around here talking about go get your stimmy check or your taxes and go get your LLC and start your business everybody's like yeah yeah Black entrepreneurship, start your business, get your LLC. Listen, do you guys even understand what that even means? Anybody can go file an LLC, y'all. All you literally do is go to your state's website. It'll be something.gov. And you just pay the money. You know, it varies from state to state. You, you go in there and be like, hey, I want to start, uh, I want to start, I don't know, Pookie's Tire Shine. Let me go get an LLC, Pookie Tire Shine, all right? You go out there, you make sure nobody has the name Pookie Tire Shine. You go to your, your state's uh, business website, you, you pay the fee, whatever the heck it is. Down here in Florida, it's like a hundred something dollars. In other states, it could be as high as like a thousand dollars, right? You fill out the paperwork. About a week or two later, they'd be like, all right, here you go. Here's your LLC, Pookie's Tire Shine. You're officially a recognized business on paper. That's all that means. That's it. Now, what, what, what's supposed to happen next? Well, if you want Pookie's Tire Shine to be an official business that actually generates money, you're probably going to have to go out there and get a loan or, or get an investor or come up out your pocket and go get you some doggone Tire Shine equipment and go out there and do your marketing, your advertising so you can get customers and clients and start going about the actual business of generating money, meaning you're providing a service or a product in exchange for money, right? Most people, ain't, a lot of people ain't doing that. They're just thinking, I'm gonna go get an LLC. Why? Because LLC has become another over glorified term in black society. They think just because you got an LLC, you got a business. No, you just, had, you just filed some paperwork, fool. <laughs> you just filed some paperwork you don't have a business <laughs> it's just another oh yeah I forgot about the tax ID number my bad you can get those for free those are basically a tax ID number an EIN number employee identity uh, employer identification number that's just a so that's just a quote-unquote social security number for a business you can get those for free But even if you get that that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't mean you have a business you just have a you have a quote-unquote business on paper that's it but when you hear people talk about it on social media i got an llc i got a business what is your business do you got a website do you got a, a a captive portal where i go to your website or a splash page landing page when you got some type of system to funnel me in like you got a you got a storefront? Like, what's your product or service that you're pushing? How much does it cost? What are the reviews on it? Yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the business, B? Pookie's Tire Shine. All right. Where's your Tire Shine stuff? Like, if I bring my truck over there right now, because I want to get white privilege cleaned up, you know what I'm saying? How you, are you going to be able to clean these damn rims? Like, where's your Tire Shining stuff? Oh, man. Like, oh, man, like, don't all man me. That's what a business is. Not because you went and created an LLC. The business is you got the tire shining stuff ready to shine up my damn rims right now, whether or not you got the LLC or not. That's how this works. So you guys got to stop becoming addicted to catchphrases, man, and start asking yourself, what does all this actually mean and what does it look like? And how does it actually function and work? That's that's a major problem I see out here. You know what I mean? But but I'm a boss. I'm I'm technically a boss too. I don't have nobody to work for me. (laughs) I'm a boss that lost more money. I'm I'm a boss that went into the red this month. What is that to brag about? You know what I'm saying? Maybe y'all should start doing that. When your favorite content creator comes up on here and talk about how much money they make. ask them to show me, instead, instead of show me a stack, and like this ain't no shot at Angry Man, but then again it is, but instead of them showing you a stack or showing you what they bought, ask them to break out their, their, their Excel spreadsheets or their QuickBooks, <laughs> so we can see how much money you actually make. How much money does it cost you to run this business and what do you actually, what type of profit are you actually generating after all the expenses have been uh, calculated? Cause I lost money this month. <laughs> I had fifteen come in, fifteen hundred come in. After I crunched the numbers, I was negative three hundred. I was like, "What the hell? <laughs> How'd that happen?" <laughs> yeah, let's see them expense reports. Cause the, listen, that's because that's the that's the key. The expense reports tell you if you are actually a legit profitable business or not. If you know, if you're keeping your, because if you want, if you're a business owner and a boss as to how we use it, you're going to want to keep tally of your books. So, you know exactly what's coming and what's going and how much it costs to actually how much money you need to generate to actually keep the business alive. Or matter of fact, you need to know how much money it, it takes for you to open the doors to the business Then, how much money is it going to take for you to keep the business alive, even if you never get a customer for a whole for a whole calendar year. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't tell you about that stuff, especially if you want to open like a brick and mortar business. How much money is it going to cost to open these damn doors and get this store stocked up? How much money is it going to cost me every single month to keep the damn lights on in the event that nobody ever walks through these doors and buys a single damn product? And you could translate that into the digital world as well. Like my website, I don't have a brick and mortar location but i gotta pay x amount of money i gotta pay a thousand dollars every year just to keep the quote-unquote lights on on my website even if nobody ever visits the damn thing (laughs) you know what i'm saying and then once you factor that in that's called um those are called your what what is it called i think uh, uh, what is it uh those are called like your 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 what is it your operating expenses that's what those are called and then you, then you got to factor in how much. Basically, look, I'm not trying to, I'm not, look, I got an MBA in this, but, you know, whatever. But I ain't took my, whatever. But here's the thing. Th- that's how this works, y'all. So when people get to talking about they a boss, hey, that's cool. If you really want to convince me you're a boss and you about that boss life, show me what it looks like on paper with the, uh, with the, with the QuickBooks, the Excel spreadsheets. Because I keep all my stuff on Excel spreadsheets. i become a, ma- well, I'm going like to say I'm a master, but. I ain't never used Excel that much a day in my life till I started trying to figure out how to create an online business. Now I keep everything on there. I've even figured out how to do mathematical calculations in, in each individual cell. Man, I'm over here pumping and jumping with Excel like, like I've been doing this thing my entire life, right? I, mean, I even got it to where I can print out little, translate the data and put it into little pretty little graphs and charts so I can see, man, I'm over here doing things just to see that I'm losing money. I lost money this month. <laughs> But let's, let's, let's get these people to break out them books, man. I mean, they'll never do it because they don't want to ever tell you how much money they're making. Or lose. And look, I can understand that. That's like asking somebody to open to show you their bank account. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, ugh. I, know you can't, I know you don't want to show what you're actually making. I get that. But listen, it's kind of like you may have to kind of prove it if you want to run around here declaring that you're a boss. All right. How much does it cost for you to be this boss? And at the end of the day, when you've paid out all expenses and you've paid out uh, 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 all your taxes and you've paid out all your employees, if you have any, and you, which, which, which factors in as an operating cost. So you paid out all your operating costs. What's left at the end of the day? Most business owners, whether they're, you know, especially brick and mortar business owners, they're probably taking home just as much as a person who works a regular nine to five, man. That's, that's the reality of the situation, B. That's the reality, because if everybody was a business owner rich and balling, every time you go to a corner store, they'd all be in there rich and balling. They all look like they got money just falling out the yin yang. Most of them are making just as much money as you, except the only difference is they work for themselves. They create their own business, but the money's still about the same. So it's pros and cons to it. but the point is you got to stop. You guys got to stop running around here. Just, just, just being overzealous and and just misusing and abusing these terms like boss and LLC because it sounds cool to say on social media and you think it's going to separate you from somebody else or make you appear to be more already smarty than somebody else. Like, Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Once you actually break it down to the elements of what this actually entails, like, no it's not most of y'all are better off being employees and look there's nothing wrong with that because there are some high paid employees if you're if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year right and you don't have a whole bunch of debt under that assumption you're better you're, you're probably more than likely financially better off than somebody who owns their own business and they're only bringing in like 30 forty thousand a year but they own their business yeah but they ain't making no money <laughs> you know what i'm saying They got a whole lot more responsibilities and worries than you do. All you got to do is just go clock in do your job and you get $100,000 every damn year. So it's pros and cons to it. And I'm not telling you not to be a business owner. I'm not telling you not to be an employee. I'm just saying when we have these conversations and y'all get to throwing out these terms, I want y'all to think about what this stuff actually means. And then once you think about it, Try to figure out how you can possibly incorporate it into your life. However you think it needs to be incorporated into it. Instead of you just throwing out these terms because you want to sound cool and you want to sound like you like you don't read some books and shit. (laughs) Yeah, most small businesses can't even afford benefits. Yeah, that's why most small businesses don't have employees. They can't afford it. An employee is an operational cost that, that, that has benefits that have to be paid out to the person. You know, benefits like medical, maybe dental, some type of life insurance or something, or, or, or workers insurance, or whatever. You know what I mean, that stuff's got to be paid out, B. That's, that's how it works. Now, you as an employee, you don't know about that. You just go in there, apply for the job, get the job, and you go to work, clock in, clock out, get paid. The person who owns that business, they got to they gotta, they gotta think about that shit every damn month. But it's pros and cons. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. Everything is pros and cons. I just don't think we take it a level deeper. We just, we're just focused on the surface level of what, uh, oh, if I say this, people are going to look at me differently. I'm a boss. Look at me. I got my own business, y'all. All right, well, yeah, girl. Yeah, nigga, that's right, man. Black, black economic empowerment, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, whoa. All right, after we're done clapping and cheering, all right, let's take it a step deeper and let's really analyze what this actually means as it directly relates to you and your, your life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's, like, let's really analyze these terms here. Let's, let's break it down just one step, one level deeper. You know what I mean? We're going to baby step our way down this thing. To understand why there's way more employees than. I. is it, bro. This is it, man. If you got money, go in there and buy one from the store. So, this is, this, this is how this works, man. I'm on here standing outside of a goddamn gas station on my lunch break. Dude come run up to me, ask me for a square, talking about I'll buy one from you. Why don't you just go in the store and buy one? If you got money, <laughs> you got money, go in the store. Jesus Christ! So this is how this works, y'all. Yeah, you know I, mean? I just want y'all to put y'all thinking caps on. Uh, you say your homeboy pays his staff and he can't pay himself. Man, there's a lot of business owners that can't afford to pay themselves. That's that's not uncommon. There's a lot of people like that. I'll give you another example my uncle so i told you about my uncle that lived in jacksonville he got he uh, owns an amazon delivery business you know with the little blue trucks driving around now when he first started the business like two years ago like he started it about two yeah, about two or three years right before the pandemic right man he, he would be hiring people paying them like 15 20 dollars an hour they'd be driving the trucks around then sometimes some people just quit in the middle of a delivery route and he got to go out there and find that damn truck, which he had GPS into the truck, and then go out there and do them damn deliveries. Like, that's the type of crap you got to deal with as a business owner. My uncle is employing people to drive around, deliver damn Amazon packages, and he's paying them $15, $20 an hour, which ain't bad for just driving a damn truck around. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like it's some, some, some super complicated stuff, but it's above minimum wage, Right. He said, man, I have people who would quit in the middle of their route and just leave the truck out there on the street. He got to go out there, get the truck and go finish doing them damn deliveries under the assumption that they didn't steal shit out the back of the truck. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? These are the type of headaches you got to deal with. Now my uncle, his business has grown. I think he employs probably about anywhere between 50 to 75 people now. But before that, I think he was working with like maybe 10 people or something like that that was doing his trucks. And now his business is pumping and jumping so much, like his Amazon business, I guarantee it probably generates close to a million plus dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Like the overall business probably generates over a million dollars a year. Now what he takes home, he ain't taking home a million. Cause you know, we, we, and that's another thing. People are like, man, my business makes a, My business makes 100,000 a year. All right, how much do you take home out of that? That's where you got to start factoring in all these expenses, the operating expenses, the expenses associated with the employees, the taxes, uh any debts you may owe, blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think a lot of y'all really like think this through all the way. Like, when somebody says their business is making like a million a year, that doesn't mean that they're taking home a million a year and, and stuffing it into their damn Scrooge McDuck bank vault. That's just the overall money that came in to the business throughout a, 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 a regular calendar year. That's how that works, man. excuse me yeah first year is red that's how it is for a lot of businesses hell it's like the first five to ten years be red for a lot of businesses depending upon what type of business you're going to but that's how that works man you guys gotta you guys gotta really we got you gotta get a little bit more you gotta be willing to, to, to take things just a step or two deeper, man, to kind of comprehend and understand these things. That's all, I'm, that's all I want to make this video, folks. I'm just like, oh, God. Everybody's a boss. All right, what does that really mean, man? It doesn't matter what side of the paycheck you sign. Because the reality is, the person who signs the back, the employee, man, they're probably financially doing better than those who sign the front. In, in, in a lot of instances, you know, depending upon what type of job you got. There's a lot of people who are doing better off. I know people who, who used to own their own business and went back to being an employee because it was just easier. They can make more money just working for somebody else and it's less stress and it was easier. There are people who do that all the time. They get bit by the entrepreneurial bug, realize that either they ain't cut out for it or they, they, they whatever, whatever reason, they're just not cut out for it. They, they just like the hell with this. I'd rather just go work for somebody else. I don't met plenty of people like that, and they seem happier <laughs> based upon what I knew of them prior to them uh, when, when they was working for themselves. So it just depends on what you want to do, what, how you want your life to turn out, what's your goals, and which one of these uh, avenues of approach is uh, best for you. But... Don't just get caught up in the in the names and in the, the catchphrases, because that's that's just a, that's that's what too many of y'all are doing. Y'all are just addicted to catchphrases, man. You know, like Black Lives Matter. It's a cool catchphrase until you actually take it a step deeper to figure out, well, what does this actually mean? Oh, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of Marxists. What do you mean the 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 found, one of the founders is actually recorded on video talking about she's a trained Marxist? You go to their website. They're talking about they, they disapprove of the nuclear family. They want to promote LGBT queer stuff and all this stuff. But BLM, listen, B- Black Lives Matter, that is a hell of a catchphrase, y'all. I don't care how you feel about the organization. That is one hell of a catchphrase, B. But when you break it down, well, it only it's only applicable to black people who get, who get killed by cops. And nine times out of ten, the niggas who get killed by cops... They did a whole lot to instigate their own death. They did a whole bunch of, most, in most instances, they did a, a whole bunch of things that led to their untimely demise. It don't apply for all these, uh, these, these niggas out here shooting up the block, killing random babies all over the place, even though they black. But the catchphrase BLM is, is, is a, hell of a hell of a phrase. Looks good on a t-shirt, looks good on a bumper sticker. That phrase have white people bending the knee to you, to where you can go out there and you got white folks like Goldman Sachs talking out they wanna, they wanna invest ten billion dollars into black women. Oh, that's a hell of a catchphrase. That thing is pure gold, right? And it suckers a lot of people in. It's sucking me in when I first heard. It. I was like, "Hey, Black Lives Do Matter." Yeah. Until I had to wake up like, wait a second. How come they never talk about Pookie? How come they never talk about the little babies or uh, everybody else who be getting slaughtered on the block? It's always these niggas who have interactions with cops. If you look at the interactions with the cops, you be like, wait a second. Why you shot the taser at the cop, my nigga? Like, why did not you just take your L? Like, why you got to fight these niggas? Why can't you just get your ticket or get arrested? Because, I mean, like, go, get your lawyer to fight on your behalf, man. And now you're dead. Wait a second. I'm looking at the video footage. Wait a second. This this negro had all types of opportunities to avoid this this uh him him expiring. But why were we only chanting for them? What about what about the little girl that got shot up in her mama's car because she got off on the wrong exit in Atlanta during uh, the protests last year? Or what about the officer that got killed at one of these BL, the, the black dude David Dorn or whatever his name was? was trying to prevent some niggas from stealing TVs and lost his life, like, or just any random innocent black person, like, what, what, how come we never, sh- so, uh, that's what I'm saying, you gotta take it a step deeper, it's like BLM, oh shit, that's a cool ass phrase. But you gotta go a step, you gotta go a couple steps deeper to figure out, what does this actually mean? Who is it actually applicable to? Then you start to realize, what the hell? This ain't what I thought it was. You Know what I mean? Critical thinking, y'all. That's how this works, B. What's up, Professor Black Ops? Yeah, it's great marketing, Cyrus. Say <coughs> BLM never show up in Baltimore when black people are getting killed by other black people. Yeah, that's only it's only for uh, it's only for LGBT black folks and, and and black folks who get killed by cops. And nine times out of ten, because look, like I say. I don't remember BLM really coming out and making a big fuss when um, what's that dude from Dallas or Houston that got killed by the white chick, the white cop, you know, the white cop, Amber Geiger, she thought she went to her apartment and your man was in there eating ice cream and got shot in his apartment. I don't remember much of a fuss about him. You know why? Because he wasn't a criminal, man. You got to be like a criminal to get love out in these streets or to get recognized from BLM. That's kind of how this works. Said you sold your company and make more money doing consulting. Yeah, like I say, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make it seem like owning a business is bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just trying to get people to understand that you got to just stop saying these catchphrases without having a somewhat deeper level of understanding of what it is that you're saying. You can't just run around here saying you're a boss. You can't just run around here talking about, you know. You're a boss. If you sign the front instead of the back of the paycheck, well, like, well, it doesn't matter what side you sign on. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it really doesn't matter once you think about it critically and actually understand. Well, what does it actually mean for you to be in a position to sign the front of a paycheck as opposed to signing the back? Like, what does it actually mean at the end of the day? Who who's really who, who comes out in that situation? You know, what I'm saying depending upon what the job is, I mean, there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of things that go into it. But we just have a culture of, of being addicted to catchphrases, man. White supremacy, it's another catchphrase. Say white supremacy all day, air day, or another, or another catchphrase, slash, slash, mantra, or not mantra, but slash rally cry. Blame black women. You know what I mean? That, that's another one. Blame white people and black women for everything. But when you start taking a, deep, a, a level deeper, you'll be like, wait a second. How much of this is white supremacy versus black ignorance? How much of this is just black women's fault? And how much of this is, is, it, this black, is, is it this nigga's fault over here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For some reason, this, this, it's just, it's just uh, addictive to just hang on to catchphrases in, in black society. Say, all signatures matter. <laughs> they do. Because if you get a if you get a physical paycheck instead of direct deposit and you gotta go sign that thing and cash that, cash it in or whatever, you need that signature, right? They need that signature. Or she ain't gonna get your money, so you can go pay your bills and go trick off at the strip club and and buy you some J's like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all signatures do matter. (laughs) That's facts. Like they legit really do matter in that instance. You know what I mean? what side of the check I sign depends on who pays me the most, and right now I'm tap dancing. For miss- yeah, look, I got a quote-unquote sign the back of the check because I'm an employee, and then I own my own part side uh, part-time slash side business. But my employee check pays me astronomically way more money than my business check. Like I was saying at the beginning of this video, my my IT business. I generated like I mean like it's, it's very small still in this infancy stage. I think I I generate like $1500 in sales or just overall revenue, but after I crushed the numbers, I was negative $300. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It came out to be negative 300, so I was in the red this month. But I'm not in the red when I go cash when, when I go get my damn paycheck from my boss. I'm up <laughs> very high. You know what I'm saying? it just depends I'm hoping one day that the uh, the business money outperforms and outpaces the jobs money to where you know, I'm talking about out, outperforming and outpacing it by like two or three times then I'll probably consider quitting my job but until then yeah I got a business I'm a boss I got an LLC I actually got a legit website that sells legit products but I I came out in the red this month. <laughs> I lost money. You know what I mean? I ain't lose money by clocking in for Mister Charlie. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a salaried employee, so I get paid whether or not I go to work or not. You know what I mean? I saw clips of that roland martin versus that uh king randall thing i gotta go watch the whole thing what up keep your techie he said, either way the end result is wealth pro yeah that, that should be the end goal but like i say i just think we gotta come up out of this start your own business these, these slogans these catchphrases you gotta You know what I'm saying? You got to cut. because That stuff is highly addictive to black people. Slogans and catchphrases. What's not addictive is the actual work that goes into it. Because, look, like I said, I got a business. I got a small business. Tech G, technology G. That's that's, that's my actual business. Got an LLC for it and everything, right? If I don't record them videos, I don't write that content up, I don't make money. (laughs) And guess what? Ain't nobody else doing it for me. My wife ain't doing it. She don't know nothing about IT like that nothing I, I gotta go out there and do all that crap until hopefully you know maybe one day I can hire somebody to do it for me but right now I'm nowhere near in that position to hire somebody to do to do to do, to do that work for me <clears throat> I gotta go out there and market it promote it I, I gotta do all that so I literally created another job for myself technically it's a business but in reality I created another job for myself a job that's that that that's, that lost me more money than it made this month <laughs> yeah you know, that's cool it's the way it is it's the cost of doing business I guess Because you know if I don't pay my website fees I don't have a business <laughs> my website fees cost me a thousand dollars a year but that's how this works yeah niggas love titles with with, with a passion yeah it just makes it seem like you're, you're more than what you actually are. No, you're, you're, you're more than likely not. You're really just about at the same level or below the employee that you're trying to belittle because they don't have their own business. They say, ask your favorite content creator. Next time you're watching him or her, they get to talk about they a boss. They own their own business. they like, I right, prove it. Break out them QuickBooks. Break out them Excel spreadsheets. Let's see how this money is moving. How much does it cost for you to be a boss? How much after... You, after all is said and done, do you as a boss actually take home in profit, or income, or savings, or however you want to phrase it? How much? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's gonna make me money, Christine. I'm not worried about it. Like I said, it's, it's, it, the business ain't even been a lot, ain't even been around for a year. It's literally it's about to turn 12 months old or one year old next month, or maybe at the end of this month. So I'm literally a year into it. So I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not tripping, it'll grow, but it's not gonna grow if I don't do something. So it's essentially another job I've created for myself, even though it's technically a business, but it's, in reality, it's more than it's, it's a job. A part, It's really a part-time job that I've created for myself. So if I hire somebody they wouldn't do as good as me, it, it depends, but I'm not even I'm not even nowhere near in the position to even entertain thinking about hiring somebody. Because I mean if I were to hire somebody, they wouldn't do they wouldn't do the 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 core research I gotta do. I would, I would have to hire somebody to do like like um, manage my PayPal account. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When when all these payments come in. Go ahead and process the payments and ship out or email the products, like I would hire them to do that, or I would hire you know i probably hire my wife to do that or i hire somebody to come up with some marketing strategies or marketing stuff for me, but they they wouldn't be able to create the actual core product they can't it'd have to be somebody who has just as much experience in i t as me and then I'd look at them like, Why are you working for me? You could be doing this your damn self you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I mean that's just kind of how my business is set up it's like It's based off of my knowledge that's in my brain and my ability to go out there and and get my research on like a motherfucker. It'd be a net loss. It'll be a tremendous net loss. Like, I'm not making money, dude. I'm not making, I'm not, I don't even make enough money to where, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not making any money like that. Now, well, my sons, they're not, yeah, I need to get them. Well, I'm trying to, I'm thinking about starting a T-shirt business with my oldest son. Just to get him going, something. He likes to wear T-shirts. I'm like, all right, let's, let's get it cracking. Matter of fact, me and my wife was just talking about getting him a cricket machine. Well, we're going to learn, you know, start learning how to do the T-shirt thing. and see how that goes. Just to try to teach him because, you know, he's, he, he'll be 15 this year. I would rather for him to go out there and learn how to make his own money instead of doing what I had to do, going around asking for a job. But, you know, so, you know, but these are these things we got to think about. Anyway, I got to go back. It's it's my lunch break. I got to go in here and finish tap dancing so I can get off and I can go wash up white privilege. I even got my my white privilege Jordans on today to match my truck. The White privilege Jays matching the white privilege truck. Look at that. I'm coordinating, y'all. I'm coordinating. How many of y'all can coordinate with your whip? (laughs) We coordinating out here. You know what I mean? Anyways, y'all be easy, man. I got to go, so.